Okay, last week we began this tshuva on the Mishpatei Torah on page 8 of your main copy. We have to go back to the middle Marmachemis. We're discussing testing employees and other people. Is it Lifneiver when it might be mutter, when it's not mutter? And thus far we have two different categories. One is where you're just testing them to see what they're holding to improve on their midas and their growth, like in Chinuch or Tamidim, and that we said is Safek Dereis L'Chumra, because it's a Machlekes, Tesis and the Ritva, even in a case where you can be Meichel, let's say the money, or the Kibbut Avem issue, with Avun and Raba, Tesis says you got to tell them, which by most tests won't work, and the Ritva says you don't, Ritva Chinuch, since it's a Lav Kloli, his application is, even though it's a very very serious love and has many applications, but it's weaker in the fact, I think the Pshat Ritva is that there's a general rule, you're trying to help people's growth, you don't want to hurt them, so even if you hurt them temporarily, but it's for their growth, it's mutter. I think that's what he means, it's a Rishon, and it's only three lines, so you have to learn Pshat. I've seen one or two Achronim seem to learn that in the Ritva, but Tzmachlegis tastes in the Ritva, and if you... Uh, tell the child we're leaving a hundred dollar bill and uh, we want to see if you're honest it's not going to work so and that's going to be an issue we're going to go back to a case like that because there might be one case where it is okay the more serious scenarios where things are missing there's a Geneva going on there's a Misa Hezek you're trying to find out who it is and you have a pool of employees and you're trying to figure out who it is, and you want to put down the $100 bill or invite him to your office and leave the safe open, or whatever the case may be, and see if you can catch him. It's not necessarily a raya that it's him, because it's possible, as we saw with the Geisha study, with $170,000, $170,000, with more than $170,000, 170000 wallets with the money in it, and some people succumbed, some people didn't. Does that mean they ever stole before? Maybe, yeah, maybe not. It's hard to prove that if you catch him now, he was the guy who stole money yesterday. But the assumption is, is that if five people are put to the test and one fails, he's certainly a prime suspect. That doesn't mean you could give him Malchus or arrest him until he gives back the money. Yet, even though there's a Gemara that suggested after the guy wiped his hands in somebody's jacket, but they got him to be made over there. So he's a prime suspect and it will hopefully move the process forward that you'll be able to get him to be made without too much pressure, then it's an honest hodoya. So, is all that mutter? That's what we're up to now. And l'chayra, that's not just for general chinuch, that's for a very practical purpose. So, Quick question. Uh, if someone is not a god, if I walk into your office and you leave your safe open, I'm probably not going to take anything out of your safe. Probably. Or... You certainly wouldn't, or the guy was never a Ghana before, and all of a sudden he's sitting there and the safety got to bend down, you know, look around. Let's say it's $100 right on the table, a whole mess of them with papers, messy, everything, and you can easily slip it out and go like this, and no one's going to be the wiser. Every case is like that. Yeah, you know, a Nazir, I remind you, the classic case we've been on for the whole year is you got to start off with this case. You have a Nazir, Nazir's a Bama Draga. He's trying to go higher. He's an Ishma Kudish. 
What's the chance you hand him a cup of wine? He's a Nazir. That means he's a Yid who's firm plus. And the Gemara says that he might forget if he's with people drinking wine. Okay, that's one shot and we shine him. Another say he misses wine and he probably came a Nazir because he had a problem with wine. That's a possibility. Okay, but uh, people could slip. So if it's has to be Karav Levadai, Roiv, that's the other Machlech is Rishayinim. But there is a Surya Shayinim Livnever, and the test apparently is deemed to be important enough that the Shayinim has been asked and discussed in many Peskim. That's why we're focusing on it. Leilena shouldn't be Nagea. Okay, so let's go to page 8. I'll take a look again at the top in Bays, and then we'll go back to the footnote we ban. And in Misarech Adamei Tzachavei Apoel, Ayvid Bechanus not Stamchshad, but something's missing and he's a suspect already. He wants to confirm the suspicion. Circumstantial evidence cannot get you paid. Keep in mind. We'll see, probably not tonight, sometime this week, that sometimes if the circumstantial evidence is heavy enough, you can actually trigger a chiv of him swearing a shvu hesis. That's a Ramah. That's a Chiddush, because all we have is circumstantial evidence. Why are you making him swear? Okay, it's not a Shua Dereisab, it's a Shua Drabanon, but it is a Shua. So, he's trying to run this test, if it's Mutter, to be able to move him from Stam Chshad to highly suspicious. And he wants to know who it is. So, as we'll explain, he holds that it's Mutter to run the test, and you don't even have to be mafka the money beforehand. Being mafka the money beforehand would be a favor. You don't, he, he's going to claim you don't even have to do that. So we first have to figure out why is he holding that it's mutter. The answer is you have to protect your assets and you want your money back. And therefore it's not Levnever. Before we get into it, because he doesn't spell this out, what's this for? He has a raya from this Misa that we started describing with Rabbi Shua. What's the lumdus? Why should this be mutter? We never explained yet. I'm protecting my assets, and therefore, why is it not living evil? We understand why you want to find the guy. He says, might help, it might not. Again, that's why I prefaced tonight. It's not even push it. You can prove anything from this, but it's a step in the right direction of the investigation. Why is it mutter? It's still living evil. Even if the guy got it yesterday, so now you're causing a Geneva today. That's living evil. So, the easy answer is our famous Marl Diskin, now famous Marl Diskin, that I told you six months ago would get a lot of mileage out of, so to speak. It's used a lot, and there's a model diskin, Rabbi Yoshev and others go with it. Not everybody agrees, and you have to know where to apply it. We say that disclaimer with the model diskin, but as you said, if you remember, is if you're doing what you're trying to do, and it doesn't really have shaykhs with the guy, you're just doing what's mutter for you to do in regular life, and he happens to be an ikshul, it's not your problem. Rabbi Yoshev uses this for the policeman who are not yet from, and the reporters who are not yet from, these reporters are anti-from. And you're having a hafkana, that's legit, a necessary one, and it was paskin, and they're going to come, it's a sick ratio. So Abiyashev said, based on the model, this kid, it's mutter, you have a right to make a hafkana, but they can Shabbos. Ah, they can do Bechal Shabbos, that's their problem. We're not happy about it, we're very sad, we tell them to go home and not come. That's the model, this kid. So, you've got to be very careful when you apply it, but this would be a very good application. And that is, I'm protecting my assets, I want my money back, something's missing, and I want to catch the thief, and this is the only way to get closer to catching the thief. So I'm doing mine, I have a right to protect my assets, and therefore the fact that it's causing him to be nichshul is not my problem. That's answer number one. We're going to see 
later on in the week or next week, depending on when we get to it, and even strongest for without the moral disc in, it's a phrase based on a Pusik. It is a Pusik. It's a very stark of Pusik, if you can use that Russian when it comes to a Pusik, it's a Pusik stark. Don't translate that to English into your average guy in the street because absence hours and hours in the sugya, they're going to get bewildered and they're going to start quoting Burya and then they're going to start quoting Burya. Burya is a very good person to quote, but we already took care of that. That whatever the Holy Spirit of Burya was, we do tshuva, we want people to do tshuva, we help people do tshuva, and we die for them all the time. And the Pasuk says, I'll tell you, of Yamas. So, <laughs> you can't ignore the Pasuk in favor of the Gemara. I'll tell you, of Yamas means you can feed the Russian and he should die, and it's not your problem. If he's a Russian, you try it, and he's doing damage, you have a right to protect yourself. And the context of the Pasuk happens to be in a din that when it comes to Shemitah, like this year, you got to put a sign on your Orla tree, do not touch, do not eat, it's Orla. Nice warning. Because the Shemitah, and he can come into your field because the Shemitah, and it's Hefker. So of course you got to warn the guy. How's he supposed to know? He's a laddie, that's the Mitzvah Shemitah. And I'm a Gibber Chayel, and I was Mafker everything, and the fence is down, the door's open, Kavaldik. So I better warn him. And it's clear in that sugya, crystal clear beyond doubt, that in year one through six, you do not have to put up a sign. Why not? Wouldn't it be a good idea to warn the guy that it's Erla? The answer is, who is in my chaser without Rishus? My door was locked. The answer is, Aganov. Halateu, Russia, the Yamas. That's stronger than the Maral Diskin. Understand, this sugya is very delicate. It has been for almost a year. So, but there are two different majorities. That Rosh Hashanah and his truth is going to use how to tell Rosh Hashanah more often. He doesn't quote the Maral Diskin. Because the guy's a god. He climbed a fence and broke into my yard. I have to put up a sign. That, by the way, this is treif. You're a god. So you'll say, wait a second. He's a god. He doesn't want to eat treif. The clock kosher god. That's his problem. Yeah, so isn't that, isn't that I don't have to start making signs and getting oak tag and paying $10 to a printer to put up a thing in case a gano comes. That's like, I, I have um, chocolate covered raisins on my table. It's a big brocha. Is that sushi? That's a brocha shadow. Not everybody. You guys know what the brocha is because you've been to Shira. Not everybody the brocha. That's the equivalent to saying if you have sushi on your table and you left for a couple hours and Rahman Islam Layalin and somebody might break in, make sure you can't leave the house till you make a sign. By the way, it's Mazinus Ancha Hakal, but there's two acres, and there's some Mazinus over there if you want some crackers, but eat it last because you don't want to be Kaveya Suda, and there's some Shahakal in the fridge, help yourself. Matter of fact, it's ridiculous. Why well, have to put a Masan on my tree? The dear God of we're sorry to have you here. This is our love. Don't touch this. You're in big trouble already. What about selling granola bars in the supermarket? What? Selling granola bars. No granola bars. But the guy didn't break into the supermarket. But he's selling them. That's not a little We didn't get to that. <laughs> but there is a brochet you can make. It's not saying it's an evil. We assume most people go shopping who are from and bring food home, find out what brochet you make, even though it's a complicated sugya. They actually buy it just to be able to get into the sugya. Purpose of eating is to learn the sugya brochet, not the other way around. So that's not living either, we hope. But if the store is closed, we don't tell the store owner, after you close the gates, lock the gates, put up all the safety measures, put signs on all your shelves because the Ganovma usually amarats them also. There is no such thing. And it's a fair shikamat, it's a sugya about the Orla sign. It's only during Shemitah. So halatea, Rosh Yamas. That's a very strong Lushan. 
Zdobishin has a tshuva. He talks about Livneiver. This mom is Livneiver in terms of like how Rabbi Shai and Paskin of hurting the guy of leaving a a bar, but a bar is a bar b'shus A bar b'shus is on your property. He shouldn't be on your property. And he talks about a guy who was getting uh, hit with tremendous losses. People kept breaking in and stealing food, whatever the case was. And somebody asked him, can he put a uh, poisonous uh, item in the, in the food, slightly poisonous per the doctor's orders, just enough to get the guy a little sick, uh, I'm trying not to kill somebody. And Zobrasi said, if you tried, nothing else works. I'll tell you, Russia Yamas, he doesn't even quote the Maral Diskin. Maral Diskin would work here also. You're doing your own thing. But it's stronger than the Maral Diskin. So whenever you say, I'll tell you, Russia Yamas, if you're forced to translate it, you tell him, of course, we want the guy to do Chuvu and Daven for him every day. But we're allowed to run our lives. And uh, Rishon can't dominate the agenda and do whatever they want and drive everybody crazy. So there's a balancing act. So I'm giving that hakdamo for what he's about to say over here. So you understand Rabbi Yeshua, who is the Gadol Adar, the kindest person, biggest Hamachacham you ever want to meet. And yet this uh, horrific ending happened because of what he set up, and it doesn't say anywhere that he felt, I'm sure he felt bad for the guy as the guy is lying there with broken ribs, but he gave him Musa. So let's see the story inside, and then we'll. Uh, See this far. Number two in the footnote. Amram Nir. Kasher matarasa pisyon. Pisyon is the item you're using for what would have been Lufnever, the entrapment. And this is your only way to catch the guy, assuming there are no videos and there's no way to figure it out. Mutur milchatrila lasas pisyon. Aimbeze is Lufnever. As we started describing in the last minute and a half of Shir, he was always he didn't know the people, so he practiced and he spoke in and made him feel warm and cozy and fed him and gave him a bed, which was on the loft on the second floor, which only had a ladder connecting it because that's what connected lofts to the first floor. So when he went to sleep, so um, the maybe she was a big masmid, so he stayed up later than the guest and planned on getting up earlier. And the guest would get up and he's sleeping. He took the ladder away because there's no reason that everybody. I started saying over the story, and uh, as I imagined, right after Shear, but he asked me, well, what if, what if he has to go to the bathroom? So whatever the logistics were, I'm, I'm glad everybody feels bad for this guy uh, before he became a ganav. But uh, whatever it was, apparently that wasn't a shash, and there was absolutely no shash. There's no reason to go down that ladder to the first floor unless you're stealing everything and making a getaway. That was the mitzvah. Now, why did they leave his life through up there? As I explained, it's a small house, and he had some valuables up there. Probably the more expensive life they left downstairs. But there's something up there. If a guy wants to be a gun of, uh, either you decide to have guests, and there's something he can walk away with, and you try your best to prevent it, or you don't want to have guests. Or be sure you wanted to have guests. Yes? But I'm saying for Geneva, that's not the punishment. It's not the proportional to the it's not a punishment. That's the exact point. We're not trying to punish the guy. We just don't want to walk away with laughter. It's exactly the point. You just said that so I could explain that more. You're, well, we're not trying to punish the guy. When I'll give you an example. Again, I'm not, there, there's a country in the Middle East that there are people on one side of the border like cross the border sometimes with evil intent of Ritzicha and terrorism and all sorts of Rahman al-Islam. And the only way to stop them is to start bombing them and everything. And the Umar Salem say, that's disproportionate. 
What kind of punishment? It's not a punishment. <laughs> We're just trying to stop them. And it doesn't, it doesn't even work this way, but <laughs> something doesn't work. That's not a punishment. Punishment has exact. There's Malchus, there's Abraham's base, that has to be exact. It doesn't make a difference. Even if they were trying not to, that's exactly the point. Even if they just planned on stealing, and they do it, and which they do also, and they do it every night, and half the stuff is missing. We, it doesn't have to be pushing it. has to send the message, you can't do this anymore. Or it has to stop them. This proportion is made up out of thin air. <laughs> it's not an Irish. It's not an Irish. That's, that's the answer. They, they, we gotta, learning Sukhi is all about Gadarim and categories. We're talking about this isn't even, this is preventive. We don't want him walking away in the first place. So, I don't know, on a good night, Rabbi Yeshua would hold, he's not a Ganov, and if he holds, he is a Ganov, he would actually dangle his foot to look for that wrong, and when he doesn't find it, he'd say, you know what, I better get some sleep, because it doesn't look like I'm going anywhere, I'll just go with Rabbi Yeshua Shachris and pretend like I never had Avmina. That would have been a good ending. But Rabbi Yeshua can't control all the Ganovim, and the guy was really in a rush, and uh, he didn't dangle his foot before he lost his footing. That's not Rabbi Yeshua's fault, as he's about to say. Whatever was there, of course, he didn't suspect the ladder wasn't there. Uh, the original lotion of this actually has a even a worse injury, but okay, he touched it up. His ribs sounds like his old back, but whatever it was, he was seriously injured. He doesn't quote the whole thing, uh, probably for the graphic shaboy or lack thereof, but Rabbi Shua found them lying there in the morning and he hopped right away what was going on. And the uh, fellow looked up and he said, Rebbe, I didn't know the ladder was gone. He said, The reason the ladder was gone is because once in a while we have evil Ganovim over here and I don't want them to get away with things. To gave him Musa. And apparently, if he gave him Musa, the Musa was deserved. This is real with Neiver in the physical sense. It wasn't with Neiver that he put Leichter up there, I can assure you. Rabbi Shua, as I mentioned, was extremely poor. There was nothing much of value there. So whatever he found, he was uh, disappearing with the towel. Or the bed sheets, or the hay sheets, whatever you call them. And he, and he was by, even if he didn't know it was Rabbi Yeshua. Can you imagine the evil of this guy? He was by a poor old rabbi, and the walls were black. That's how poor he was. And he was still taking off whatever was nailed to the ground. That's the level of evil over here. And it sounds like, is when you leave a hole where it's covered with something and you don't notice it and the guy falls in. That's Lefnever. And why wasn't it also here? And we saw it's a bit of a machlek as whether it even has a push-up shot, but it was Garim Nezek, and it's probably Lifnever. You hear this? You gotta go very carefully here. He's being a Zariah. In this case, Rabbi Shua here, Rabbi Shua had no reason to believe this guy was a god of. He wasn't chashed yet. Most people who were guests by Rabbi Shua were nice and honest. This only happened once in a thousand, I hope. So he wasn't even chashed, and he's still allowed to do it because if he's not a god of, he'll sleep well and he won't try to escape. And if he is, he's going to face the consequences. 
So he's going to tell you, Kosher King, well, you already have a Geneva and you're looking for somebody and there's only four guys who had access to this and you're trying to set up a system and you're trying to test the honesty to see who it is. Kosher King is mutter. And therefore everybody would agree. L'chaira. Well, I'll get to the question in one minute. L'chiza buchoch. This is his raya. B'chol makam shasis ha-pissin al-tzarach shemiriz ma-mayna. Ne'ganavim mutter l'bal ha-mifol. The fact that we are the office owner of the store owner. You don't have to beforehand in case he gets away with it. Not necessary. Is it a minus chasidus? Depends on which version of the story of the Chavetz Chaim. Aaron told me that he has a version that the Chavetz Chaim ran after the guy and said, I'm not Michael you. That doesn't make a very good story. <laughs> so, <laughs> but maybe he was still with an earshot, so the guy might turn around and do tshuva. Maybe he got rattled. And after that, I think both, both versions could be true. After that, when he was out of earshot and out of sight, he probably said, because what good is it? Not going to catch him anyway. The only time you have to be ahead of time, and then according to Tesis, tell him, is when nobody did anything wrong. He was just trying to raise the bar in his chinuch, like his son, Rabba. Sharatsavi Tamech Chinuch, Livdoch, as Midesev Shobanai, Amaris Agamar Shasar, Lahafkim Eresh, as Mamainai, or the case, in that case, it was Keep It Amen, Teshla Yigrum, Lahashal Saban, Talmud Bisa Gezel. So if you're testing their honesty, Talmudim in school, if you wanted to put dollar bills over to see who's honest in sixth grade, so you could start giving the kids shirm on honesty. Then you could do it according to Texas if you tell them ahead of time a few days earlier and then hope they don't remember that warning or they do, but they're going to give in, in which case they really need to schmooze. And according to the Ritvah, you could do it stam. That we say, He is going from this story of Rabbi Yeshua to say that it doesn't help for general chinup, but you could certainly protect your assets. And up top, he says, and therefore, if you're looking for the guy who did it, you could set up a scenario where hopefully you'll have clues to who it might be to get him to confess. That's his whole sushtel. So far, so good. The argument against this, not everybody agrees with this. Sounds like a, like a shoo Not everybody agrees. I'll get to remind me about your question unless this is it. The two cases are not exactly the same because if it's your house, you have a right to do whatever you want in your house. <laughs> so you could... Put up all sorts of things. Uh, one Shabbos afternoon, we got into this topic a couple of years back about the shotgun law. In certain states, you could set up a shotgun in your garage that goes off automatically when the garage door is forced open. Similar as far, I'm not saying you should do this in Muncie or in Arkansas, if anybody's listening. As far as the same Sfar, my kids don't force open the garage door. I need to do my friends or my relatives. Then the people going to do this are intruders that are basically Bob Machteris that you could shoot first and then ask questions. I don't want to be around to shoot first because I don't like getting involved in those things. I'd rather sleep. So, set up a uh, thing which you have to be a technical whiz for, and it works. And this has been done in many states of the Union, and it's worked sometimes. Well, I'm going to call that working. And then they sued. The family is sued for wrongful death. Only in America. I don't want to take sides, even though I just did. <laughs> wrongful death? They, obviously, they missed this Makar Masech Tadarecheres, this Maisel Rabbi Shua. Obviously, it didn't come up in the court case. Um, but without quoting it, they basically said, I can't protect my homestead. 
Is that what we're referring to over here? So, as you know, in this country in the last number of years, that's a big issue. And uh, there was a fellow with his wife, I think, during one of the riots who tried to protect his life and his homestead. And he was sued. I think he wanted the, I think they got him off the hook, but he, they put him through the ringer. Wasn't such a case recently? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They, did they, did they acquit him? Guns to the people. And they never shoot anybody? They did not shoot them. They tried him just for having a gun? And for pointing. Right. For pointing. You might scare somebody. As opposed no, to the people no. who were in front of the house who weren't scaring him. Uh huh. Okay. Just so I get that straight. So I didn't I thought he actually shot somebody. So he didn't shoot him. Okay, that's very normal. So you can't even stand there with a gun, Lamai Yish movie your own. So that's uh, that's a problem and that's against uh, the Psaka of Rabbi Yeshua. I'm not saying you should do it, it's dangerous, have loaded guns. It's, it might not be a good idea for other reasons, but it's clear over here that you're allowed to protect your homestead. What he's doing over here is making a decision and saying, well, if you could do that, then certainly you could protect your office and try to find the Ghana because you're missing money, you want it back. That jump, not everybody agrees with because you could kind of that the Ghana is done already. You're protecting your office from future Ghanavas. If you have a suspect to pool of five people, so fire all of them. That's a big deal. So he holds, no, you don't have to fire all of them. There are four innocent people over here. Do the test. So you can hear it, Sushtel, but that's going to be, over the next week, an important nakud that we have to focus on. Is it a jump? This is a great raya, but the two cases are not exactly the same, and not to be agrees. Was that your question? That was exactly the question. That was your question. Unbelievable. Wow. See? So I saved him from becoming a Balgaiva. If he would have asked it, everybody would have been, ooh, an So Baruch Hashem. Would have been lifting Ever if I let you ask him. Uh, what? Uh, that's right, yeah. <laughs> so um, that is the argument, and we're going to have to go back to that because he holds it's analogous enough, and not everybody agrees. That's why I preface today's shear with the fact that even if you find the guy took 100, he might not be the Ghana from yesterday. He might be a guy with eight hour just found $100 who wants to put in his pocket. But it might get you closer, and you have a right to do something, and you don't want to fire everybody. And it's such a close call in the Raya's, when we get to Shlomo Zalman's Truva, he's going to discuss this, and he himself is going to be undecided. That's a, it's amazing. We have a Shailam, and this is the Raya's Lifna Iver, and the biggest place came in the last 50 years of dealing with this exact Shailam of setting up a test for somebody, and the jury's a little bit still out on it. Yes? I don't know if this is what the Rav was touching on earlier, but I mean, do we know that Rabbi Shua's intention was that if we sir that that the guy, that a guy is a Ghana, then I want him to end up severely injured? No, no. I said, I said, no. Most people will dangle their foot, see there's no ladder, and go back to sleep. That's the best so case. You know, I said that case. But it's not my responsibility if he's in a big rush because he's a Ghanav and he wants to get out of there. If he doesn't dangle his foot and he doesn't test it out, he assumes the ladder. Not my problem. And if I tell him, by the way, in case you want to escape with my bed sheets, I'm taking the ladder, he's not machiv to do that either. He's not machiv to be mechil. You're running a house. But all, I mean, all he's doing, he's not even, it's not even a question of punishment or consequences. It's just, it's just that if, if somebody would try to ganva, then he's not going to be able to get away because he has that, no way. That's correct. And the fact that this guy was impetuous is not Rabbi Shua's problem. Most people, by the way, I don't try not to go on ladders too much. But if I were in a bunk bed, I would dangle my foot first to see if I can hit a rung. And if there's no rung there, I'll leave the black fair. Why is there no rung here? And why do I not know where it is? And you look for it and go back to sleep. This guy just jumped into action because he was a god of. So that's not my problem. Very sad. I'm sure wasn't happy. Prefer he goes back to sleep. But that's not his problem. He doesn't have to start wasting time 
to figure out and to have somebody there with a trampoline just in case he misses a rung to catch him. It's not Rabbi Shu is trying to do Hakmas Zarchim. But then, if we're, if we're still to, to the case with the, with the, with the gun in the, in the garage, that's not, that's not exactly equal. It's, I'm allowed to have a security system that will prevent him from coming in, but I'm not. It, but, but it's the, very the equal. Will injure him is a, is that's, well, that's, why, why the gun will kill him. Right. So I'm saying. To, well, to the, you like the gun better? You hold the gun is not. I'm saying that we don't have a riot from not. Yeshua. That sure you do. Sure you do. Sure you do. Because and the rule is only two categories. Anything in your premises, you have a right to do whatever you want, unless the minute is people. Have to go to the bathroom all the night, and you don't put a latrine, that's a bathroom, upstairs, and he's forced to go downstairs, then you can't do this whole thing. Apparently, that wasn't the case. So, there's absolutely the given is there's absolutely no reason anybody in their right mind is going to get up in the middle of the night and try to come downstairs. It wasn't even theistic. The whole house was one room with a loft. They didn't have rooms. <laughs> this is where you are. It was understood. You stay there. So, there's no, I'm allowed to do that in my house. It's not going to be no gay today. We have more than one room, and we don't normally have to resort to that, although I mentioned last week a lot of people would like to have a house that's big enough that you have a side door going to a side bedroom, and you can lock the door between that and the main house if you have little kids and you're nervous. That's great. You can I'm time still, a I'm still not yeah. how, how the cases are comparable. Yeah. Here, what Rabbi Shua is doing, he's just preventing the means for him to leave the house. Not, yes. He's not, he's not specific. No, he's not preventing the means. No one, the only time somebody would ever try to leave the middle of the night is if he's a god of. Right, and that's, and right. So and he has every right to do that. And he won't be able to leave. And he has every right to do that. Right, but not that. But not that I'm, but so you understand why he has a right to do that? Right, right. Okay, so but then the gun is more fair? Right, because to put a gun is, I'm saying, I want to harm a person who's trying to... The Pusik says, above Bach Terrace, if I hear footsteps, I can shoot the kill without asking any questions. But you're not there. I don't have to be, have to be there, too. The Pusik says I can shoot the kill. It doesn't say I have to show up to, to, to see if it's going to return fire, Rahman al-Islam. If you have a robot... danger to you if you're not home. What's that? It doesn't make a difference. No, let's say, let's say you're home. It doesn't make a difference if you're home or not. But let's say you have it all the time, and most of the time you're home. Once in a while you go on vacation, you don't have to, you don't have to disconnect the whole thing. But Martyr is true. It's only if you're home. But you have a right to protect your assets. You have a right to protect your home. The guy has no business being there. But then why, then why would the father and the son, the whole, the whole, the whole reason why it's mutter to kill is because yeah. we know that if he... Oh, you know why there? Because if you show up, it's a father and a son. It's the only exception. And you show up and you say, Ta, I really appreciate it. I work very hard. That life is very expensive. The father's not going to shoot him. Scream, get out of, the, you know, get out of my way and shoot him. It's so not going to happen. So Therefore, you could talk him out of it. If I'm doing it remotely because I'm not even there, so I'm not in, like, like uh, saying, I'm, I'm in danger that he's going to kill me because I'm trying to... Uh, I'm asking uh, 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 that that wouldn't be. If you're not home, it's not the classic Bob Malteris. That doesn't mean I can't have... Next question. If I'm a king, can I have a moat with crocodiles? That sounds kingly, no? Like the real, the real serious ones with teeth, not the ones in the zoo. What was the purpose of a moat? I hope never to find out. Armies, not not Invading armies is a big example. They didn't want small invading armies like Robin Hood and all those sweet guys either. Not one of them, not 10 of them, not 20 of them. I have a right to build a moat around my house. That's posture. No? I can't protect my house? 
that, that's, a, that's an argument in, in American law. Once we're getting to the point where you're saying, like, I'm also protecting my safety. Because no, I have a right to make a low plug. Somebody breaking in could actually want to be harming people inside. No, but even if I'm not, I, I don't have to start thinking every time I leave the house, do I have to now take out the whole security system and send the crocodiles to crocodile care and get rid of the whole thing and undo the whole thing? And uh, I don't have to do that. I have a house. I'm allowed to protect it. I don't have to start thinking. Every time I go shopping, I say, okay, can you, I have to hire somebody now to take all the crocodiles to the zoo every time I go out of the house. It's not necessary. What? A guard dog. A guard dog, right. The difference in a guard dog, Peskim are very not happy about those guys who the owner always says, don't worry, his bark is worse than his bite. Because if you have a poor Meshullah who's knocking at the door and not breaking into your garage, and all of a sudden he hears them all going off, he's going to have Rahman's not heart failure, that's not nice. It's more than not nice. So that's a little different. The crocodile don't make noise unless you step on them. <laughs> and then they eat you. So what are you doing in my river? Oh, just going for a swim. I don't know how these crocodiles got here. Well, there's a fence that says no trespassing. So why is that my problem? That's, that, that's his point. The question is, is that a jump to setting up lift neighbor scenarios to catch a guy who might or might not be guilty, but you just want to try to catch the guy? He holds it is. Not everybody agrees to that point. I suggest you check your moats when you get home and see how the crocodiles are doing and all the other things that Mr. Shem will continue tomorrow. That was a nice